Thanks for listening to Show Me Today. One prominent church in Jefferson City is lending a hand to an unreached part of the population. Anthony Morbeth chats with Pastor Randy Dignan at Bible Baptist Church on their large deaf ministry. First of all, thank you so much for letting me be on this program. It's an honor to be here and talk about something that's so passionate and dear to me. But yes, I am a CODA and have been from day one. I was born into a deaf family, and CODA simply stands for Child of Deaf Adult. And so both of my parents are deaf, so that qualified me as a CODA. So um, as we were talking off air, as we were talking this past Sunday, you learned American Sign Language before you learned how to speak English. Is that right? That is correct. According to my parents, since I was a firstborn, I do have one hearing brother and one younger deaf sister. She's the baby of the family. According to my parents, American Sign Language is my native language, and I ended up learning English as a second language in time. Absolutely fascinating. So uh, let's talk a little bit about being a CODA and uh, and the things like that. So first off, you're a, a certified licensed uh, ASL translator. I think you said that you've worked in the past for like some uh, circuit and county judges and things like that. I have. Yes, I am a certified licensed interpreter in the in the in the eyes of the state of Missouri, and I do get to uh, interpret. Um, and I have the highest level maximum. Um, that you can have. So that gives me liberty to interpret any assignment that I would like, which includes court, medical. And so it's been a great experience to do that. I don't do it full time, but I do enjoy doing it when I can. How does one say, for example, if you were interested in picking that up and doing that again full time, how do you even look at qualifications for something like that? It's like, oh, I'm a I'm a coda. It's like, all right, you're you're good. Like, how does how does that work? How do the qualifications work? That's a great question. They've uh, revamped them over the last several years. Back in the day, it used to be just a high school degree and obviously a skill set in sign language. But now, I believe you have to have at least two years of schooling, about 64 credits, which is half of 128. And then, obviously, you need to be able to sign and understand sign language. A lot of people can sign okay, but there's a big difference in signing and being able to receptively understand the deaf person that is signing. So, And then you take a test. You take a written test for first, and then you take a performance evaluation, and then a, a group of judges send you the certificate in a few months and tell you if you pass or not, and then you take it again, and all that good stuff. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Randy Dignan, pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Jefferson City. We're talking about ministering to Missouri's deaf community, and a simple reminder for those tuning in late, you can listen to this entire conversation and full episodes of Show Me Today by listening to us either on our website, Missouri com or listening to us wherever it is you get your podcasts, whether that's through Apple or Google Podcasts, type in Show Me Today, click subscribe and download and take us with you on the go. And I think it's fascinating because I love reading body language. Yes. Seeing you preach from the pulpit week in and week out, basically preaching in two languages at the exact same time. And and it's it's fascinating to watch, not just because of your charisma and ability to preach the Word of God, but also I, I think it's fascinating because not many people have even—I I don't think I've mastered the English language, even though I talk for a living, and, and yet you, you do it two at the same time. Yes, sir. I often tell people that I took 13 years of English and still struggle with English, but American Sign Language is my native language. It is it is a blessing. You know, I had incredible teachers, and I got to call them mom and dad. My dad and mom both were in the educational realm. My dad and mom were teachers of deaf children for years, and then my dad actually became a professor at the university level teaching future interpreters. It was They're called interpreter training programs, ITPs. And so he got to teach me a lot of the, the grammatical structure, the history, the whole picture of American Sign Language. 
And so because I had such an incredible teacher, I better be a decent student. And so, yes, it's a blessing and a privilege to be able to sign and speak at the same time so that I can minister to two different cultures and two different worlds, two different languages simultaneously. And that goes into the next uh, topic of discussion that we're going to talk about. Normally, your service at Bible Baptist Church in Jeff City has an English-speaking service with American Sign Language uh, translations. But this past Sunday, you flipped the script, and it was a largely silent service ASL with the English translations. How did that come about and why did you do that? Well, we first came up with the idea way back in 1998, my first year of pastoring. You know, I had just came here in May of 1998. I was 22 years old. Uh, the church only had 28 people that voted me in. And I barely got the vote because of my youth, I guess. That fall in November of 1998, we just decided pre-Facebook, pre-technology, and just had a Deaf Awareness Sunday. And we blew it up. It was unbelievable. We had 124 deaf people come from all over the state of Missouri. And we just became a, a, a just a, a yearly habit, and we haven't done it every single year, but it's just a great opportunity for the hearing people to say, okay, let's turn the tables on you for a second. Let's let you see what it's like to be in a, in, in the seat while the deaf are running the show, and uh, it was just, it's just great. It, I, I'm a big, I just have a big burden and a vision for people to understand multicultural, multi-languages, and that's what Deaf Awareness Sunday does. It gives us an opportunity to tell the hearing people, hey, we're going to flip it on you now, sit back, and see how it is like when it's normally a deaf person every Sunday, week in and week out. Ignoring the size of Bible Baptist Church in Jeff City, you do have a large deaf community, and it to me seems like, and I'm curious as to your point of view, not just because I'm fairly new to Missouri, but it seems like you have a lot of people coming in from outside of the county, from outside side of the region just to uh, be ministered to. Yes, we do. Actually, we've we've had deaf people travel as far as an hour, especially when the gas prices are lower. That made a big difference. But um, I would say 80 percent of our deaf come from Fulton, Missouri. So that means they have to drive 25, 30 miles. We have many come from Columbia. Jefferson City actually itself does not have a huge deaf population. Most of our deaf do come from either Fulton or Columbia. Columbia is where the job market is for the deaf and Fulton is where the school for the deaf is. And that's why there's a good audience there. The Missouri School for the deaf is there. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking with Randy Dignan, pastor of Bible Baptist Church in Jefferson City here on Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. We're talking about ministering to Missouri's deaf community. So your services are broadcast online. So for deaf folks needing, wanting a church to call home, they can either visit you guys on your website, follow you guys on Facebook for the videos that are broadcast, I believe every single week in ASL, right? Yes, absolutely. We have Facebook pages and YouTube. YouTube's probably our biggest venue, uh, BBCJC, BBCJC Media, two separate words, BBCJC and then Media, and a lot of dead people follow us on there. And you can see services in English only, sign language only, American sign language only, and then, of course, there's services where it's bilingual, both of them. So explain to me why it's important that the a community like the deaf is reached, is ministered to, is uh, focused on. Uh, that's I really appreciate you bringing that up. So real quickly, deaf people on the as a whole, ninety percent of deaf people are born into hearing homes and hearing families. My family's in a very unique category. We're, we're a part of the ten percent where the deaf had the deaf. Most deaf people are born into uh, hearing homes because of an illness. Maybe the mother during her pregnancy had some kind of a sickness, or there's a high fever. Something causes the deafness. That's typically how it is. So a young couple, they're having this baby. They're so excited about, it, and all of a sudden they find out that the baby is deaf. 
And so the baby's automatically behind the eight ball. And that includes church services. So these families were going to church, you know, and many churches in America don't realize the need for an interpreter, um, you know, providing the accessibility so that a deaf person can come in and, and sit back and get God's word the way a hearing person has. The hearing person has so many options to get it through radio, through television, through church services in their own community, in their own towns, whereas the deaf don't. And so a lot of deaf people grow up with an almost distant feeling toward church. They're frustrated toward church. They feel like, well, church never really cared about me, so why should I care about church? And so it's just such a blessing to be able to say to the deaf, hey, look over here. We actually have deaf people here. We actually promote sign language. We actually have services in sign language. We think of you because we have interpreters, and it makes them feel special and appreciated, and that's one of the reasons why it's a big deal to them. Talk me through the fact that your church is now offering anyone the opportunity to learn American Sign Language fluently. Yes, for years, my dad and mom taught classes at our church on Wednesday evenings before our service, and people from the community would come. Um, today, people are more busy, so we have a lot more online opportunities. I actually teach free uh, sign language phrases throughout the week on my YouTube channel and on my Facebook page and Instagram. But I'm actually launching um, the Art of ASL, where it'll be courses that you'll be able to take on a more in-depth. I mean, everything's going online anyway nowadays. And so, yes, we are very big on that. And then my, my mom and my sister are very actively trying to teach, educate people about deaf culture and, of course, the beautiful language of American Sign Language. And so, yeah, we love it. We, we want everybody to be able to come and say, okay, wow, this is this great world of people. Hey, teach us how we can communicate with them. And we're glad to bridge that gap. So it, not just folks in mid-Missouri, but folks all across Missouri. And heck, even if you're driving through Missouri and you don't even live in the Show Me State, an opportunity to learn how to do this. So how would they do that? How would they sign up? How do they reach out to you with the opportunity to uh, do this? Well, the best opportunity probably just to contact me somewhere on social media. You know, I know not everybody has Facebook, but the bulk of people do. But I'm also on Instagram. I have uh, Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram, and it's just my name, Randy Dignan, D-I-G-N-A-N. And then our website on our church is bbcjc.com. And there's an email link on there that you can get on the website. You can con you can click on that link and send me an email. And um, so there's multiple ways you can contact me, and I'd love to help you any way I can. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.